Good morning. So, we have just finished our Friday morning live workouts, quiz morning, and um, I would like to say magic, but yeah, not really sure if it comes across as magic or just stupidity, as I've got ball there. If I just think about it really quickly, it turns into a square. I mean, that's amazing. Morning, Kim. So, what I want to talk about is what a nutritionist eats in a day, because sometimes I get asked quite a lot, and there's, this might surprise you, because you'll see nutritionists, by the way, isn't a registered term. And what I mean, it's not a protected term, okay? The problem with this is, you can go to university, do postgrad research, you could do five years of, 10 years of studying, and you just, you can register with, with governing bodies as a nutritionist, as I have, Yet, someone can do a two-week course and still call themselves a nutritionist. Interesting. So, that's probably why you see so many different opinions out there and, you know, everyone can be a nutritionist. So, what I might say might surprise some of you because there's, there's no chia seeds, there's no um, sunflower seeds, there's no um, lemon water. Not that there's any problem with those things, but... Sometimes they are unfortunately overhyped and actually there's just no research behind them. And I wouldn't ever suggest something that, you know, my philosophy here is do no harm first. That's the key thing. Morning, Caroline. Morning, Diane. So, morning, Nikki. I'm going to go over what I ate yesterday and what I'm going to eat today because sometimes people actually find it quite useful. I had a few questions, as I said, about what do you just eat? I know you post some stuff on your Instagram story, but I only see snippets. So, yesterday morning, we had a... I was doing outside sessions yesterday, so starts a little bit earlier. Now, so what I had was a smoothie in the morning. So the smoothie was um, protein powder, so vanilla flavoured protein powder. I put some fresh spinach in there, a frozen banana, a little bit of milk, the rest water. I blitzed that up and I was good to go. That actually kept me going because I was busy slash it is quite filling all the way till lunchtime. Locked up till lunch, as they say, with uh, the breakfast bars. However, interesting thing, the study in the breakfast bar that they use compared breakfast bars with yogurt and fruit compared to just um, a breakfast, just the yogurt. So it was yogurt or yogurt, fruit and a breakfast bar. Of course, one's going to keep you more full up than the other. You ate more. Anyway, issue with that study. So then for lunch, I had mackerel with a little bit of salad. Really simple. I absolutely love. Uh, this is a weird thing, maybe, for some. I always find that people either love that or hate that. Mackerel and olive oil is literally my favourite food. Throughout lockdown, it was literally sold out everywhere. And I was like, thinking my omega-3 intake has taken a plunge here. So mackerel and olive oil, now I've got it back. I'm loving it again, it's so easy and quick. And it's one of those foods that really fills me up, really fills me up. So then for dinner, so I had um, a hot chocolate after that, always good to, that kind of settles me a bit. If I have a sweet tooth, I also like drinking sparkling water. And that's nothing to do with anything other than, if I'm a bit peckish and then I have some sparkling water, maybe even put a slice of lemon in there, um, but some sparkling water, I am then like, yeah, actually, I'm full up. Try it. Have a glass of sparkling water after your dinner. 
If you're a bit unsure whether you're hungry, you're probably not. If you're after a certain taste, you're probably not actually hungry. That's why I give the hot chocolate. My hot chocolate I made, I either use an options one, you know, like the low carry one, or I make it myself. Cocoa powder, cinnamon, a little bit of milk, make a taste, uh, make a paste, make a taste, and then fill it up with boiling water, and I'm good to go. And that hits me, magnesium. Also interesting, I wonder if you had really high doses of magnesium, things like spinach, things like avocado, um, dark chocolate, whether you would still have the same craving. Magnesium's an interesting thing. Um, cramps, headaches, migraines. Anyway, you could supplement with it. Uh, in the evening last night, we have been a little bit, having been away last week, we were a bit, like, not as planned as normal. However, we had chipolatas in the freezer. Chipolatas are great because I'll eat the same amount of chipolatas than I do sausages, yet they're like half the size, half the calories. They're always a good thing. So we had a bit of a spread. Now the kids love having a spread, okay? The kids absolutely love it. Like they eat such a range of foods when we put it all in the middle compared to if I just give them a meal. Because they're like, I might not feel like that. I might not feel like that. They, they kind of, you know, if you think of kids, they don't really have much control in their life, right? They can't even really decide what pair of socks they wear, <laughs> to an extent. Toddlers are one of them. However, or when they do what X, Y, and Z. However, food is something that they can control. Obviously, they can pick their clothes and stuff now. But So when I find I give them choice, they'll eat such an range of foods. Especially it's because they're watching me, right? So if I'm, they love mussels. They love, like, mackerel. They weren't born like that, right? It's, if they see someone else eating it, they're going to want to try it at least. And I think if you do have fussy eaters as well, I think a good thing to do is to put their familiar foods, but just put them in the middle and let them help themselves. You might get after a week or a month even, that they just try not something else, especially if they see you eating it all the time. And I found that with kippers. So one morning I had kippers, everyone else had a fry up. Um, I eat fry ups quite a lot, we're actually going to have one this morning. It keeps me full for ages, and I'm on a first aid course today, um, COVID style. So, and so I want to be full up for a while. And what's quite interesting about this is when the so when we've got everything in the middle. So I had um, kippers. They've got fried, which they love the beans and sausages. They absolutely love. Yeah. Then they're after my kippers. And I'm thinking if I'd have, I'm not sure whether I'd have given them kippers, whether they'd have been that satisfied with it. But it's having that control, that choice. So anyway, going back to last night's dinner, chipolatas, we had halloumi, we had peppers, we had olives, we had cucumber. However, because I was making it and put it in the middle, the kids were starving. And this is, this is so true about eating when you're hungry. They went and ate all the olives, all the cucumber, all the carrot sticks. So it then looked really weird because we had a comment. <laughs> then there was no veg left for me. So then I was like, right, I need to do peas and carrots. So then I just did peas and carrots. We had halloumi, it's random dinner, I guess. Halloumi, chipolatas, peas and carrots. Um, I think we had some artichokes on the side, really like covered stuff. Um, but the picky dinners go down really well. So that's, that was dinner. Then again, later on, I had another hot chocolate, similar with the cocoa powder, cinnamon. In on there. So you could say that was quite a high calorie dinner and because halloumi is quite high um, in calories but it's also good protein so it actually keeps me full up. So there's a difference here is what I want to talk about in that you've got a way up between 
some people will have such a low calorie meal, they do so well at meals that they then need to snack. And if you consider that most snack options are moorish, delicious, high in processed sugar and fats, made to be convenient and easy to store, easy to eat, so they often don't have much water in, because water is obviously gonna spoil, and if you've got spoiled food, it's not gonna last that long, it's gonna be moldy. So it's designed to sit on a shelf, which is fine, not saying anything wrong with it, but it's often not that filling. And actually a lot of these foods are designed to get the right sugar, salt, fat, feel in your mouth to hit that dopamine. Hence why once you pop, you can't stop. So if you consider that sometimes we're focusing on cutting out a jacket potato at a meal, and that can work. However, if it means you're snacking like, and you're, you're then snacking a lot because you're starving hungry, it might be that you want to look at your meal. Can I increase my protein intake? Could I have carbs at that meal and actually be okay with that? But just make a new rule for myself that I'm free meals and done. Free meals and done. Or free meals, I'm going to have one snack of 300 calories, whatever I want. Give myself permission to have that. So I hope that helps. Just wanted to go through that. This morning we are having two leftover chipolatas. We have eggs and beans. So that, like I said, that will keep me full because I'm on a course today. So that will keep me full for a long time. And yeah, yesterday I've just realised I didn't eat any eggs, which is very rare for me. Eggs, research shows, subconsciously reduces um, food intake. So when people were given eggs for breakfast, they just subconsciously ate less. There was nothing about diet involved or anything, but people just ate fewer calories because they were more full up. There's a little tip for you this morning if you're wondering what to have for breakfast. Yeah. So I hope that helps. We have our next 28-day kickstart starting next week. There's a flexible start date. You can do this in person now as well. We have Marlborough and Devizes starting up soon. Um, Marlborough starting already. So... Or you can do it all from home, as we have done this morning. Any questions, let me know, and make a great day.